joy. We sing about joy. We talk about joy. We desire joy. Why is it, you suppose, that so many of us so rarely experience it? We long for it. We hope for it. We pray for it. But what is it? This thing called joy. We turn to the Holy Scriptures this morning and try to find some answers, some definitions. And in the fifth chapter of the New Testament letter to the Christians in Galatia, we read that joy is a fruit of God's Spirit within us. In the 16th chapter of John's Gospel, we are told that it was one of God's promises to us. After Jesus' last supper with his disciples, he encouraged them to wait for the joy that was to come. To endure the frustration, the heartache, and be ready for eternal joy when it dawned upon them at Pentecost. In the 28th Psalm, joy is described as a feeling of the heart. In 1 Peter, joy is profound and inexpressible. And even Simon Peter, who was normally somewhat gifted with words, found joy very difficult to describe. In St. Luke's account of the birth of Jesus that we all love so much, an angel from God brings news of great joy to a group of shepherds. Fear not, he said, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Good news brings joy. We can make our hearts bleed. We can endure pain and sorrow, frustration, disappointment when we have God's eternal joy within us. And so I hope that this morning's Christmas cantata entitled Joy is Dawn will help all of us to find the true joy that comes from the story of the birth of that new baby boy. And so let us pray for the joy of God to come into our lives, into our world, that we may all be redeemed, restored,
things that light illuminates things in your life. A darkened room, the highway at night, the moon and stars in the night sky. Think back to your own salvation experience. Can you remember when you saw the light of Christ change you and bring joy into your dark life? As it says in 2 Corinthians 4 through 6, for God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Pray that God will reveal those darkened corners of your life and brighten those places through his presence. In the Christmas story, joy was a long-past memory for most Jews living in Palestine. Roman rule was oppressive, made more so by the corrupt King Herod. Why, it had been over 400 years since the last prophet had spoken a word from God. But it was a new day. The long nights of waiting for a Savior were gone as the eternal light of the world dawned in Bethlehem. But God's people had been looking for something else, for someone else to be their Savior. A child is born in a stable to a virgin mother. How could it be?
There are not many facts about angels in the Bible. However, angels are mentioned in all but seven books of the Bible. So we know they must exist. They are, in most cases, heavenly beings in service to God. Hebrews 13 tells us, do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by this some have entertained angels without knowing. The appearance of just one angel was enough to scare those poor shepherds to death. Can you imagine what a great company of the heavenly host looked like and sounded like? Talk about a spectacle. Is it possible that even now angels do still come to earth with good news? Once the good news was told to the shepherds that night outside of Bethlehem, what did they do? They quickly went to see the child Jesus. Are you so excited about the good news of Jesus that you will make haste and hurry off to tell someone? We pray that the good news will never become old news in our lives.
There are several places in scripture where inanimate objects were given voices of praise. In Psalms 98, the rivers will clap their hands and the mountains sing together for joy. Habakkuk tells us the stones of the wall will cry out and the beams of the woodwork will echo it. What a joyful announcement. One song by the host of angels. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. The angels sang this first and then the people of God caught on and they began to shout it. Had they kept silent, the very rock would cry out. May we always have this very song in our heart. We can pray for a heart of praise and adoration to the King of Kings.
gathering in Bethlehem was small that night. A group of shepherds, some local folks who heard the news from the shepherds, and a traveling peasant couple from Nazareth. Somehow they all knew what to search for, and they were certain they had found it. This unlikely congregation had found God in the flesh. And with each visit to the Christ child, the response was the same. Each one bowed down and worshipped the light of the world. Later, when the wise men from the east sought him, they bowed down and worshipped him. Our response should be the same today. Surrender, adoration, worship. We can surrender ourselves to God as a living sacrifice that is holy and pleasing to Him. And this is our act of worship.
give a gift to someone. We also know how it feels to get the best gift of all. That's how the shepherds must have felt in hearing about and then seeing the promised Messiah come. If you have not already asked him, God is willing to give you this very same gift, the one the angels sang about so many nights ago.
The first mention of the word Emmanuel in the Bible is found in Isaiah chapter 7. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. What does it mean personally that God is with us? This powerful word should be comfort to us in every situation. He is called the Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Names that were given to him by the prophets before and after his birth about his power to change the darkest soul. But one name he was given, the everlasting light, says it better than all of them. Once the joy of his salvation dawns within our heart, it lasts forever. It can never be extinguished, and it cannot be contained. Pray this season that God will reveal to you what it means to always have him with you.
come and he wants to bring peace and hope and joy to us all. We can pray that his presence has dawned in you today or that maybe he has rekindled the joy that was already there. Do you feel hard pressed or pressured sometimes? Does joy seem to be a distant memory, a fleeting thought, something you long for? Do troubles and sorrows seem to multiply while comfort and peace seem to diminish? As the shepherds found out from the angels, Christ brings salvation. Only he brings hope. He is our joy. Come as you are. He alone is capable of handling your life and your future. <laughs> 